Stuff Podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Wright and welcome to The Long Read from Stuff. This week's episode is called Melanie Linsky's Moment. It was written by the editor of fashion and culture website Ensemble and Stuff Style Editor Zoe Walker-Awa, who joins me now. Hi, Zoe. Hi, Michael. Uh, So many people listening will probably know about Melanie Linsky and who she is, but some might not. So uh, tell us about her, first of all. Melanie is an actor who was born in New Zealand, um, and she... A lot of people will know her from her first role, which was um, Peter Jackson's Heavenly Creatures. And since then, she's she moved to Los Angeles and she's, you know, slowly but quietly built up quite a formidable filmography. So she's been around for a while and working for a while. Why are you profiling her now? Yeah, well, I mean, she's been around for a number of years doing lots of kind of side character roles, I suppose you could say. But she recently starred in Yellow Jackets, which has become this kind of buzzy show of the moment. And I think uh, what a lot of people are realising is how amazing she really is. And, you know, she always has been, but I think this role is just kind of like put her very much in the spotlight. And she's actually been on my list, my list of people like dream interviews and dream fashion shoots for a while, so it felt like a great opportunity to do it now, especially because she's up for an Emmy Award in September. You mentioned fashion shoots, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the print version of this story, which people can go and read as well as hear here in the Sunday magazine, in the Sunday Star Times. Um, tell us a bit about the the package as a whole that this story is part of. You know, in my role as style editor of stuff and editor of ensemble, I kind of look at things from a um, story point of view and imagery. And so we worked with Francis Morton, the um, newish editor of Sunday magazine, to do this kind of cross-platform project with Melanie. And so I interviewed her the day before we did a fashion show in Los Angeles, which was kind of project managed by another Kiwi, Delaney Tabron, because we really wanted to, you know, Melanie's doing a lot of press at the moment. She's kind of in award season campaign mode and so she's doing lots of other interviews and shoots but we really wanted to photograph her in New Zealand fashion because she you know she loves fashion and she also loves New Zealand and she said to us that she wanted us to surprise her with the um, New Zealand fashion that we sent over so it's a great mix of established designers like Kate Sylvester and then younger designers like Lay Plan Um, and the images are really beautiful. Uh, I wanted to pick you up on one more thing before we get into this, Zoe. Uh, You mentioned that, obviously, Melanie Linsky is up for an Emmy. She is in award seasons mode at the moment. And as part of that, she's been doing a lot of interviews and she's kind of become a person, a person of interest, if I can call it that, because this conversation has kind of evolved around her and some of the things she said about not being a, a, you know, what we might call a traditionally beautiful or archetypal actress and... That's kind of, that's that's become an interesting thing that she has sort of grappled with because it's important, but also something she doesn't want to, you know, have be a hang up around her. Tell us a bit about that because she talks about that in the story a bit. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with Melanie is that she's very, she's always been very honest and open and people really resonate with that. Um, And in the interview, we talked a lot about, you know, being in the spotlight, which she has kind of slight unease about, I suppose. And there's lots of conversation as well around kind of her body because she's not necessarily what you expect of a Hollywood star. And a lot lot of the interviews and stories that she's done has focused on that. 
and you know she herself talks about it and is open but I think she's kind of struggling with how it's become the narrative um, and when we talked she you know again she was very honest and open but she got quite emotional about it which was um, a little bit I don't know I, I felt bad. <laughs> it's a tricky it's a tricky balancing act so uh, let's get into it. Zoe here is Zoe reading her story Melanie Linsky's moment. Melanie Linsky has always been there. The Emmy-nominated star has spent three decades deliberately adjacent to the glare of the spotlight, quietly but confidently building a career as one of Hollywood's most reliable actors and one of New Zealand's most successful exports. Now, after a starring role in the buzziest show of the moment, Yellow Jackets, the world is finally paying attention. Linsky's trajectory is Kiwi cultural canon at this point. Growing up in New Plymouth and being cast, age 15, as Pauline Parker in Heavenly Creatures, alongside Kate Winslet as Juliet Hume. The film, released in 1994, set the tone for her acting career, with a quiet intensity and roiling darkness behind soulful, sad eyes. It also has parallels to Yellow Jackets. Both portray, in their own way, the obsessive darkness of teenage girlhood, friendship and rage. Linsky stars in the show, which follows a high school football team who survive a plane crash in remote wilderness and the ramifications of their survival tactics 25 years later. The ensemble cast also includes Juliette Lewis, Christina Ricci and Tawny Cypress. Linsky's subtle performance as adult Shauna, a repressed suburban housewife with a dark past and a talent with a knife, feels like the heart of the show. Linsky is speaking via Zoom from her home in Los Angeles, her Kiwi accent is sprinkled with hard American R's. She earlier spent the day filling out forms to enrol her daughter in preschool and trying on dresses for the Hollywood Critics Association TV Awards ceremony. She went on to win Best Actress in a drama series. She's wearing a purple Isabel Morant top and a collection of fine necklaces, some with hearts. Linsky and daughter Kahi Katia have a game where they point out the symbol to each other so she's accumulated a few hearts that sit close to her own. Our photo shoot, where she'll be dressed in ensembles from five New Zealand designers, is the next day, which perhaps explains why the conversation goes straight to fashion. Linsky loves clothes and enjoys fashion, often working with stylist and best friend Misha Rudolph. But, she says, she doesn't fit clothing samples, which most designers lend out for magazine shoots and to celebrities for events, so often has had to buy things for events. Hang on, I ask. Surely people are falling over themselves to dress you. Well, she says, for the Emmys. High-profile events are fine, but smaller ones can be a challenge and often there isn't time to have things custom-made. It may seem like a frivolous part of the job, but celebrity and red carpet dressing is a huge business for the designers and the stars. As Linsky enters the most high-profile award season of her career, she is conflicted. It's tough, she says, because fashion and how you dress on a red carpet has become such a big part of our industry. If you look back at the Oscars, even in the early 90s, people were not looking at the gown or designer you were wearing. People just kind of showed up, you know. I kind of long for a return to those days, but at the same time, I do love looking at what everyone's wearing. On September 12, she'll walk the red carpet at the Emmys, where she is nominated for Best Lead Actress in a Drama alongside Jodie Comer, Laura Linney, Sandra Oh, Reese Witherspoon and Zendaya. In late August, she heads back to Vancouver to film the second season of Yellow Jackets, but has no plans after that. 
She might visit family in Aotearoa. She's reading scripts, seeing where this wild journey takes her next. Linsky has not visited home, and she does still consider Aotearoa to be home since 2019. I'm surprised how much I do consider it home, she says. It's just something when I get off the plane, I feel like I'm at home. The air feels different. We were shooting Yellow Jackets in Vancouver, and I realised that on rainy days, I feel much more myself. It's something about gloomy rain, she says laughing, reflecting on its similarities to New Zealand. Everything seems easier in New Zealand. Life seems easier. I know it's not, and that life is difficult everywhere right now, but going to the doctor, things like that. I like the supermarkets better. The wine is better. Her dream of dreams is to be able to afford to buy a place in New Zealand, somewhere she and her daughter can return, where her siblings and husband Jason's siblings can gather. That's my dream. We'll see. The last time we saw Linsky on screen as Shauna, she was sitting on the couch with her husband, seemingly content after the earlier chaos and cannibalism. They were drinking beer and watching a show about dogs. I think cats are underrated, Shauna declared, brow furrowed thoughtfully. Linsky could be talking about herself. As Shauna, a teenage girl who hides in the shadow of her popular best friend, and as Melanie Linsky, the actor whose career has often been described as underrated. Her career trajectory and accompanying narrative is something many women will identify with, being underestimated or overlooked because they are quiet, shy, preferring to stay under the radar or not fitting the patriarchy's expectations. Linsky has consistently been cast as the character actress, taking on roles described as quirky or complex. I think that's just a way of saying not the wife or girlfriend, she says. I find it almost impossible with those types of roles. If they're not very fleshed out, if there's not something extra to do with the character, I find it very difficult to perform. I get frustrated. So I think I've always gravitated towards people who have something to do. That approach has seen Linsky build a diverse filmography. It includes mainstream work like Two and a Half Men, Ever After and Up in the Air, and Naughty's rom-coms like Coyote Ugly and Sweet Home Alabama. Then there's cult queer icons like But I'm a Cheerleader, an independent fear such as Hello, I Must Be Going, I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, and Togetherness. She doesn't like to think of her work as underrated. It's more the perception of what women in general are supposed to be like in this industry, which has been the thing that I've fought against, she says. I've tried to make choices that don't fit in with the narrative that people have expected me to have for my own career. If I'm honest, it's a lot more comfortable to be under the radar and underestimated. I feel very exposed right now. The cultural juggernaut of Yellow Jackets has brought a new appreciation for Linsky's multifaceted career and propelled her into the spotlight in a way that makes her slightly uneasy. It's funny because it doesn't feel like a measure of success to me, she says. I would know I had made it when I was able to make a living from acting and not have to have another job or worry that I wasn't going to be able to keep acting. And I've been able to do that for a really long time. Honestly, that was all I wanted. I didn't ever want to be a famous person. I still feel quite scared of that. There are things about what's happened in the last year that I really dislike in terms of people paying a lot of attention to what I'm saying. She's talking in part about slight naivety with the celebrity spotlight and playing the Hollywood game. She is everywhere right now, clearly in full awards campaign mode, and her honesty has been both an asset and a hindrance. 
She was hurt by how passing comments she made in a Hollywood Reporter interview last month about an experience on the set of Coyote Ugly where she was body shamed were taken out of context and turned into headlines and upset that she may have inadvertently hurt people she'd worked with. Linsky is known for being one of the nicest people on set to all crew. It's mortifying to me to think that I might get special treatment, she says. I feel very not in control of the narrative and not in control of my own story and how people are seeing me, and that has been very hard to get used to. It's taking everything in my power to still be forthcoming and honest and still be myself, because I'm starting to feel walls going up that I've never had to have before. But it's very nice to have people paying attention to the work and, I suppose, to be 45 and be celebrated and on the cover of magazines and stuff like that. The experience also brought up conversations about her body that seemed to be a recurring theme. It's a sensitive topic and she has been open in discussing it, including a history with disordered eating and a separate experience on the set of Yellow Jackets where her co-star Juliette Lewis came to her defence. But, I suggest, her body is not her story. Oh God, thank you, she says, starting to cry. I feel terrible bringing it up. Here we are talking about it yet again but her response encapsulates what makes her so compelling to watch as an actor and, I imagine, the qualities she would bring as a friend, an intense vulnerability and steely confidence. I don't want that headline about me, she says. I want people to talk about my work. It seems like it's become a burden that's fallen to her to be a Hollywood spokesperson for a certain kind of body relatability when there is so much more to her. It's tough because I do want to be a voice for people, Linsky says. I do want to represent something where people feel celebrated and seen and feel like they can recognise themselves. I do think that's important, and I feel very proud of where I am. I feel comfortable, or comfortable adjacent, in my own body. I do believe in that, but it does get very tiring when that becomes the narrative. Linsky is excited for the day when more actors of a similar size to her are publicly celebrated in the same way and then for when that's so normalised that the conversations aren't even had. In a way, she says, I understand because it's kind of new that somebody who looks like me is getting to have this kind of moment, especially in her mid-40s, but I'm ready for it not to be a special event. When she successfully auditioned for Heavenly Creatures as a teenager, Linsky was coached by Miranda Harcourt at the request of Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh. She exudes a kind of authentic depth, says Harcourt, who co-directed Linsky in the 2017 film The Changeover. The secret to Linsky's technique as an actor, says Harcourt, is that it doesn't look like technique. That's why it's so compelling. She's very emotionally courageous, and that's something I really admire about her. She has no problem being grumpy, pissed off, downright angry and rude in her roles. And that kind of emotional range and courage, where she doesn't set out to look at her best... She's not like, but how is this going to make me look? She's got complete unselfconsciousness. There are many, many facets to this particular diamond, but a diamond she is. The analogy seems apt. Tough, sparkling, solid, brilliant. People adore Linsky, and the love is coming from all angles. Leonardo DiCaprio, who starred alongside her in Netflix's Don't Look Up, recently told Vanity Fair... She's just a fantastic, fantastic actress, and everything that comes out of her mouth is so truthful. At the Hollywood Critics Association TV Awards, Linsky's Mrs. America co-star Sarah Paulson accepted her award and said, Do I spy Melanie Linsky, who I love with every fibre of my being? 
Earlier this month, Saturday Night Live comedian Bowen Yang spoke about his obsession on his podcast. I will watch every single interview she does, he said. I will listen to that crazy Kiwi accent. With co-host Matt Rogers, Yang discussed stars such as Linsky and Laura Dern who have had a mid-career renaissance and how it's actually quite queer to stand, support, someone in their middle career, middle era. Linsky's moment in the hot glare of the global spotlight has echoes of other mid-career moments like Natasha Lyonne in Russian Doll and Jennifer Coolidge in The White Lotus, women, perhaps underestimated, who have worked for years and always stay true to themselves. Linsky wonders if that's to do with the hunger for nostalgia and having been in people's consciousness for a long time. But also, she says, everyone's been working very, very hard. And maybe it's a case of looking at these women who have been around for a long time and being like, hang on, she's worked really hard and she's still here. It's satisfying, she says, to see people like Leon and Coolidge get roles that show the extent of their ability. Like Linsky, they've always been brilliant. The world is simply catching up. This is not Melanie's first encounter with great success, acknowledges Harcourt. Right now, Linsky is riding the zeitgeist with yellow jackets, she says, but her work stands on its own. And it's not just that she's been doing amazing work, she's being rewarded for her amazing work, Harcourt adds. But TV is ubiquitous, so I think it's very accessible to see Melanie shine in this particular role. For Linsky, the attention may be slightly unnerving, but it's also thrilling, representing changes in how we perceive women in high-profile, powerful positions and allowing them to be their true selves. In general, I hope that there's a cultural shift towards understanding that women get more interesting as they get older, she says. I think women in general are like, hang on a minute, I'm coming into myself. I'm understanding who I am. I have a lot to share. I have a lot to offer, and I don't want to be invisible now. And I think there's an embrace of women who are saying, I am not going to be invisible. That was Melanie Linsky's moment on The Long Read From Stuff, written and read by Zoe Walker-Awa and produced by me, Michael Wright. This episode was edited by Connor Scott. If you're listening via the Stuff website, you can hear this story and many more like it on the Long Read podcast, available on all the usual podcast apps. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps other listeners find us. Thanks for listening. Stuff Podcasts.